Welcome to Film Jerks, everyone. I, of course, am the Forsaken Ferret. I am also known as the Bowtie Jerk, and you're listening to Film Jerks, which we record every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Central Time, noon Eastern. We are the discussion show that looks at films and other topics like a bunch of jerks in a book club. Uh, I am uh, right here with our uh, wonderful and very, very knowledgeable anime jerk. Anime, how are you this morning? I'm glad you. Fantastic. It's great to hear. So what have you been up to this week? Uh, this week? This week I've been very busy with work. Uh, very, very busy. Gotcha. So gotcha. it just, yeah, because there's a lot of changes going on. So I've just been so busy at that. And then when I come home, I just don't want to do anything. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. I know that feeling a lot. Uh, I don't know if the other panelists are going to be able to join us today, but uh, when they do, they can. And if they don't, that's okay, too. People in the mm -hmm. audience are also welcome to join us via the chat. Of course, we are on twitch.tv slash forsaken underscore ferret. That is the forsaken ferret channel for Twitch. Uh, we do record this live. Uh, and then we release this on podcasting. So you can see us on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify and uh, Anchor.fm. So, a lot of different choices for you out there. And uh, hopefully, if you see this or listen to this on the podcast, uh, you can join us on the live shows or vice versa. If you see us on the live shows all the time, be sure to support us on the podcasting browsers out that are out there. So, uh, so were you able to go and watch the? trailer because we could start out our uh, trailer jerks segment today uh with uh a trailer for bridge on the river Kwai. have have you been able to see that trailer yet yes i watched that okay i actually just watched it yesterday so. ah what is your initial thought of that and uh for those of you that are uh want to see it for yourself to kind of compare and see what we're talking about be sure to join our discord i am linking our discord link right now in the chat and then uh you should be able to click on there make sure you take on the role of film jerk and then you should be able to go into the pinned comments and you'll see the trailer that we're talking about. So, uh, again, what is your initial thoughts, Anime, on the trailer? So, for the time it was made, cause, and I believe that's a, it's based on a book. Mm -hmm. um, so, for the time it was made, the, the war scenes in the trailer look realistic. I don't know about you, but I've seen a lot of war films during that time, and none of them actually looked as good as that. Oh, wow. So <laughs> so I thought it was kind of realistic. It it actually showed, you know, like, you know, actual war, hmm. um, blood, because a lot of movies didn't show blood. War movies, that is. So I like trailer. Mm -hmm. It shows you exactly what it, in a way, what it was about. Uh, it looks like it's a prison camp. I, I I remember seeing this movie before a long time ago, but I don't remember what it's about. Mm -hmm. um, but it looks like it's about a prison camp, like a um, like a military prison camp, like, and they're making them um, dig out a bridge to build a bridge or yeah. make a bridge. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I liked it. It actually because of the trailer, I wanted to watch that movie again because ah. it's been I've. I think I've seen that movie, or maybe it was something else. I'm not sure, but it looked familiar. Uh, it has a very... I give it a like. 
<laughs> it's a very similar uh, type of story that you that are available, uh, but it is about a, a, a group of uh, British POWs. And uh, actually, mm. let's let's go and read the IMDb summary, and that way we can okay. see how close we are to what the movie is actually about. And uh, this, of course, is just coming from what we saw in the trailer. And the IMDb description or summary says the following. British POWs are forced to build a railway bridge across the River Kwai for their Japanese captors in occupied Burma. But knowing that the Allied forces are planning a daring commando raid through the jungle to destroy... Oh, so uh, they are basically... Um, they, they plan to destroy the bridge instead uh, because they know that there are uh, allied forces coming to rescue them. And that's why they're going to blow up the bridge. So I remember that oh, story. Okay. So, uh, and it is based on the novel Le Pointe de la Rivière Kwai. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> basically bridge on the river Kwai. So uh, it looks to be French. So... Uh, I liked how the trailer started out with the very iconic whistle march. Uh, it's the, mm. um, what's it, the Colonel Bogey march, you know, the. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've done that in Boy Scouts before when we would go hiking. And it's just a fun little mm. thing that everybody can get involved. We would do that in uh, Frere Jaca, uh, that. We're just to just to get everybody involved. It's it's a nice little tune, and the the story behind it is that they the actors couldn't march properly. They couldn't march in step, and mm. so the director or uh, the, one of the people in charge of getting them organized to march got really upset and just uh, told them to like figure out how to, how to start marching in step. And then one of the people uh, suggested something along the lines of like the, the whistling in tune. And so they, they used that particular tune in the movie and it just became a, a very iconic part of that film. Yeah. I think it, it I think it's a, it's just a very interesting story how that came to be. And I, I always like things like that, things that are very organic that develop, just because they had to and it's much more interesting i think than things that were planned out ahead of time so it was, it was really good yeah it was something different <laughs> <laughs> it says if i could just get this seeker out of my way i could get things done <laughs> uh seeker looks like he will be joining us very shortly he says so uh <laughs> oh, okay yeah it's good to hear uh, hopefully he's gotten to watch it, or if not, we can uh, we can have him skip that portion of, of our segment, and we can go on to our general discussion. For those of you that are just joining us, we are talking a general discussion today, open discussion. We can bring in any film that we want to talk about, any video game, any book that we want to talk about, or even just a topic that we want to discuss. So uh, it's a very... Nice and easy episode today. Next week, we are going to be talking about the feature film Other People. And that should be an interesting discussion because it's definitely not in my wheelhouse. And uh, whenever mm -hmm. I discover films that aren't in my wheelhouse, it makes for interesting conversation. So 
what were some of the things that you really enjoyed about the trailer? I mean, you said you liked the trailer. What were some of the key elements that made you enjoy it? So there's a couple of parts where, you know, the the general of the enemy forces, he's making a speech and he's telling them, you know, you have to, you have to obey me. And if you do what you're supposed to do, there'll be no uh, punishment. But if you do, if you don't follow me, there's a punishment. <laughs> and then there's other scenes where, you know, Alec Guinness, because he's actually, I, I've watched a lot of films with him. I used to enjoy a lot of his films. He is very young in this. Well, he's dead now, but, mm. uh, and, and that's the guy that's in Star Wars. And I know that. Yeah. Uh, and he is talking, you know, with a British accent and telling him, you know, um, can you, translate this and he's like no and then he hits him and then he's like just telling his like his men to back off you know and they're all like very british (laughs) you know the polite british even though he's hitting them and then you know the part where i think it's what was the other guy that was in it i saw the names just like alec and i knew yeah william holden the other guy william holden so him and william holden were arguing Mm -hmm. or is it him or somebody else arguing, you know, what's the point of dying if you're not dying an an honorable death and mm. blah, 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 when you could still have to live and blah, 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 blah. So there's a couple of scenes in it that sound kind of interesting, you know, the drama behind it. So I was like, hmm, I'd like to check it out because it seems like there's, even though they're in a prison camp and they, they have to work, it's like, they're fighting against the enemy, but then they're also having like their little battles with each other. Mm-hmm. And then it's just showing the brutal realities of war. Like, you know, there's another scene in it where a young kid can't kill somebody because there's somebody in front of him. That's just like basically his own age and he can't kill him. And somebody else comes over and kills him and says, you're supposed to kill him. And <laughs> that part was kind of like, okay, <laughs> It was kind of brutal, but like usually during the 50s, they didn't show things like that. I don't know. I- I'm guessing this movie was made in the 50s or maybe the early 60s. Uh, late 50s, early 60s. So uh, it yeah. actually came out in 1957. So Yeah. Usually they didn't show blood and gore and fighting and a lot. I mean, they did fight- show fighting, but not to this extent, mm-hmm. you know, because I believe I saw blood. Up until that time, I believe they didn't allow blood in movies. I'm not sure. I could be. I could be thinking of something else. Maybe it was because um, World War II and they didn't allow a lot of blood to be seen. Mm-hmm. And they must have changed that somewhere along the way. I, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. So some of the scenes are like, wow. <laughs> but that's the thing about war films is that no matter how gory we would assume it to be it is far less gory than the real event. Yeah. And so I think it they is. can get away a little bit more in a, in a war film. What do you think, Seeker? And welcome to the, welcome to the panel. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, uh, there's definitely, you know, that little bit of disconnect. They try to make it as real as possible, but, I mean, there's a reason that it's called War is Hell. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> what were your initial thoughts of the trailer? Uh, it is it is very uh, apropos for its time. Mm. Uh, 
I think it was beautifully done. Um, it, it's uh, the thing that got me the most is the is the acting style, but that's that's about the movie. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. But the the use of the uh, what is that the crawling uh, the crawling titles? Yeah, at the beginning, it was yeah. it was very unusual yeah. to see that. Um, <laughs> yeah, the crawling titles. And yeah, it, yeah. I. I I don't know. I don't know. Remember exactly when that uh, movie came out, but I, I think that was pretty. Yeah, that was that was pretty new for that for that time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm. Uh, of course, uh, uh, our generation grew up with Star Wars, so that that's almost mm -hmm. like a standard now. Or even uh, um, mm -hmm. Superman that had that, but that was more of a uh, the yeah. names coming in and out, and they didn't have the scroll, the crawl like like you were mentioning. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I it was definitely a unique thing and it uh maybe that was a, a draw. D did you find that to be a draw for you? It's like, oh, they've did something interesting with the trailer, maybe they're going to do something interesting with the film. Uh I to me, I think that was that's pretty uh it's pretty intriguing. Mm. Yeah, that's something that grabbed my attention. <laughs> Uh, so this film, not not the trailer, but the film, won seven Oscars. Uh, and uh, let's see here. It says 30 wins and eight nominations total. Wow. So they've won quite a few awards, this film has. And uh, what were some of the things that you uh, liked? I mean, you talked about The Crawl. Is there anything else that you liked about the trailer that would uh, compel you to uh, go see this film? The length of the trailer mm. was pr was pretty meaty, and it still got a lot of the story out and didn't didn't really uh, tell you the end. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it got a lot of story out and and didn't tell you the end. The uh, summary mm. actually told us what happened, and the trailer doesn't. So yeah, <laughs> I agree uh -huh. with you. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, are there any things, any things that you would change in the trailer? Uh, nothing that doesn't uh, allude to modern sensibilities. Mm. Uh, for me, I would say I would change up the score. or It, did, it felt like it had a lack of a score, to be honest. Uh, I would love to mm. have had some kind of a more like a... Um, like a Saving Private Ryan type of theme music going in the background, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I realized it wouldn't fit this film because of... Uh, and they did start out with music. I mean, they did start with the iconic whistle march. And, mm -hmm. I mean, that was that was good. But I, I just... The, toward the middle, I kind of started my 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 attention just kind of wandered away and then it came back uh, right at the, yeah. toward the end. So I, I would say that you need, they needed something in the film to keep me captivated longer, I guess it would be. Yeah. You know, I found uh, myself not paying any attention to the music because it felt so generic and mm. blah uh, throughout the, <laughs> the trailer. Uh, of course, mm -hmm. I did catch the initial march, mm -hmm. but after that, it was just like, that sounds like just stock audio. They just, you know. Yeah. Um, 
and, and I mean, they highlighted like CinemaScope and <laughs> stuff like that. The new yeah, technologies, yeah. Um, so kind of <laughs> funny. How about you, Anime? Was were there any things that you would change in the trailer? No, because I I feel like they they brought the point across. You mm. know, this is what the I mean. I think the trailer did its job to uh, pull in the audience and let you know maybe like a brief like maybe letting you know what it's about but not with without giving you up giving you too much of the plot yeah so i feel like the trailer did its job i didn't even really like notice or even thought that it needed like a musical kind of like score because i feel like the actors themselves with their performances that I, I believe that's what the the trailer is was best at mm-hmm. was the actors were bringing out their performance yeah like you could tell yeah. that they were they were good actors so it's like i don't know it was just it worked for the movie that, that it is for the time frame it is too mm-hmm. yeah and it really highlighted the different acting style compared to now right mm-hmm. mm. they still kind of mm, have yeah, Sir Alec Guinness, yeah. Um, but uh, to see that almost, like, stage presence yeah, uh, that they still had, uh, the emphasis was on getting your voice out there and getting it heard. And so the acting was, in, in certain aspects, was kind of over the top. And... <laughs> It yeah, was, it just well, harken, William harken Holden back to stage. Yeah, yeah. Well, William Holden was always known because I've I've watched movies with him, and he's always a little oh yeah over the top. Um, so that's that's what he was famous for mm-hmm. <laughs> in his mm-hmm. movies. Uh, let's take a moment here to welcome Diamondback to our chat. Welcome Diamondback. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you're doing really well. He's talking about the Hayes Code and how that mm-hmm. prohibited gore. Yes. Indeed, that was a big thing for them. And, uh, yeah. Um, the, you know, th- this is going to sound really odd for some, uh, because you know I am such a big person about, hey, the trailers have to have a, a voiceover. I didn't really like the voiceover work in this one. Um, they tacked mm. it on at the end, and it wasn't really, it didn't help explain the film at all. It just highlighted a lot of, like, uh, it felt like they were they were running a documentary. It's like, um, yeah. why is this film good as opposed to what's going to captivate you about the film? It was I, I almost want to say that the trailer that we were watching wasn't the original theatrical trailer. This was made for um, a re-release to because then that mm. way we already knew Maybe. it it just felt like that because the voiceover didn't really sound like it like you know hey it this was is a long yeah it well i mean if the trailer was done in the 50s then it, it i think it would be it, it sounds a lot like a trailer from back in the day because yeah. back the trailers back in the day were like this movie is exciting and it was just like over the top so i don't know maybe yeah. i honestly thought the voiceover work uh was not it did not do a value add to it uh i would have liked to like what you mentioned earlier 
would have liked it to explain a little bit more of the story, like what the summary did, you know, POW, you know, British mm -hmm. POWs and uh, captured by the Japanese and, and so forth. And, and explaining that they had to, I know they, they showed us rather than told us, but sometimes trailers do have to tell us because yeah. of the short time frame that they have. So, mm -hmm. so I'm guessing like, so going back to like, would I change something? I think I would, you know, like you said, add like what the movies, like give a little bit more clue because audience today. They'd be like, well, what war is this in? Because <laughs> oh, they're yeah. not going to know. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it's like, um, you're going to, like, say, like, they do, like, a new, like, version of the, not a new version, but, like, they, you know, like, they digitally remaster a movie or something, and then they re-release, and they want to mm -hmm. send it up to, like, new. And I'm just thinking, well, people nowadays, like, somebody in their 20s that, is watching the trailer be like, okay, what movie are we, like, what war are we talking about? And they don't even mention that. They don't say World yeah. War Two or Korean War or whatever war. And I'm guessing it's set in World War Two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I would hate to, to, to add this, but I, I would say that the American audience would probably wonder why, why it seems like everyone is British. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a British POW camp. Um, that's why. But I, I think uh, it may have it may have been a, a factor. Which odd though, though they did have it looked like an American POW in the camp as well. So that William might have, yeah, would have made it a little bit more even more confusing. It's like okay, well, there's there's this one. There's one one American soldier, and everyone else is speaking British next to him. Why is that? Did they hire the wrong actors? Or <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, maybe he was over there with them. The he was, American, he was, yes. um, but I was just saying that American that's soldiers what did go to England. Say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you didn't know anything about the war, because American soldiers did go to England and fight with English, but you, like you said, somebody that's watching it be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> uh -huh. Why don't you, Seeker, let the audience know how we rate trailers here at Film Jerks? Uh, trailers are rated by either we like it, uh, that it would get us to the theater to go see this movie. We dislike it. We lump it, uh, which it wouldn't get you to, to the theater to see it or to stream it. And then the maybe, which leaves us with, uh, eh, maybe I'll watch it at home. And uh, for me, uh, it's it's tough because this is a movie that my dad and I watched. Oh. So uh, it has, I think for me, it has too much nostalgic value uh, and sentimental value for me to say anything other than uh, I like it. That, it. that I would definitely go see this in a theater. Uh, I would give this an eh, maybe. Uh, I know it's a classic film. I know mm -hmm. that the trailer is somewhat compelling, but it didn't convince me on its own. I think that I would go end up watching this simply because, oh, it's a classic. You're, you are meant to watch this. If, if you have, if you want any kind of like critiquing cred, you should watch this and critique it at some <laughs> point. Um, Do you want any street cred? Exactly. 
Um, <laughs> that that being said, though, it's it's a little bit different. Uh, whenever I go and see uh, war movies, um, especially about World War II, I get a little cringy because my mom is Japanese, and my father's side of the family is Austrian. And so mm -hmm. uh, I always have this like, uh, okay. weird compulsion, like, you know, I, I feel yeah. like I, I have to be the bad guy in this thing. And, and sometimes well, it was a long time ago. I, I, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And but it's just there. There's always yeah. that little bit of uh, of a strange thing. Like, I, I, I don't want to root like when I watched Pearl Harbor, I was kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah, but still. I'm still an American. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so I still support yeah. America, and I'm I'm very patriotic. Yeah, but, he, but I'm I'm sure though when Japan did that, many people weren't rooting for that because you know those people had to kill themselves. So, <laughs> you mm. know, I don't know. That, I mean, the, it was. It was considered an honor to die for your It's country. an honor, so, yeah. 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 So the I mean, of course the mothers were like I I don't want to lose my son, mm -hmm. but it's for the good of the country, and so that made them proud. Yeah. Yeah. And and ah, just it's so especially like when I when I watch when I watched this trailer, it was like I was like, you can tell that the the head the head of the camp always had to be portrayed as this as this non-reasonable bad guy you know he's like uh you're not listening to me i punch you you know that sort of stuff yeah, and yeah. it's just like oh well, he's man following orders <laughs> he's following orders this is <laughs> yeah. war though see it's like in war there's like you want to portray somebody as the bad guy but in reality like in a war there's like no good or bad guy it's yeah. just a war and they're fighting yeah, each yeah. other and that's just the way it is but which, I mean, the movie—they got to make a bad guy out of somebody. Yeah. Which is funny yeah. because I, I, I always tell people that's the type of films that I like. But when it comes down to being a little bit personal, it—I always have that like weird cringe factor. You know, it's like I'm—I'm a little bit of yeah, a hypocrite yeah. there in in that like, well, <laughs> they have to have good and no. bad, and it has to be black and white. Except no. in this situation, <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it, well, yeah, like, like anime just said, you know, it's it's there's not <laughs> good or bad. It's usually just uh, two overgrown children fighting over the same toy. That's mm. it's usually what it <laughs> ends up being. I mean, <laughs> you can look at either side, and it's just like. Come on, man. Just grow up. And, the, <laughs> and then there was the soldiers involved in that. You know, it's the soldiers that are giving yeah. their lives up. And, and let, let's, let's put up the graphic of the now you know thing. The, the star with the rim. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm part Lithuanian, and supposedly Lithuanians were on the side of Hitler. So oh. just putting that out there. Uh-huh. Even though I'm not from there, I'm from here. So that's just my point. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I uh, <laughs> I have interesting stories to tell because my mom grew up right, uh, right at the tail end of. Well, she grew up during World War Two. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's full Japanese. So, 
she was 24 before she came to the U.S. So mm. I have plenty of stories to tell about uh, Japan and their their mentality and that sort of thing. <laughs> Maybe the next time we do a like a war story uh, with World War II, uh, we should we should bring these stories up. I have a few as my, myself. And and okay. maybe anime has a, yeah, yeah. a few as well, so it'll be uh, it'll yeah. be an interesting discussion for sure. So I think it would be because you know I do like Japanese history. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's interesting, you know, because there there was a society of honor. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, it's totally different. I totally derailed the segment, but uh, <laughs> anime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how how would Go you rate ahead. the film? How would you rate the trailer? I'm sorry. Um, trailer. So, since it's, you know, I do like classic films, you know, and this is a good film, and it's rated a good film, and I definitely would watch it. <laughs> Thank you, Yoshino, for subscribing 20 months to the channel. <laughs> and what did he add to it? Um, uh, war, war, what is this good for? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely yes, nothing. say it again. Same. Every time I think of that, I think that song, that movie, uh, Small Soldiers. Ah. Toy Soldiers. No, it's, is it Small uh, Soldiers with Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah, I think yeah, it is. Yeah. Toy I think soldiers. it is Small Soldiers. <laughs> so small, yeah, it's Small Soldiers. Yeah, Small. Yeah. The one that uh, everyone thought was supposed to be a kid's movie. Oh. Actually, yeah. PG-13. Yeah. PG-13? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just like <laughs> Gremlins is a kid's story. <laughs> it's like... Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Until she started talking about her dad dying in the chimney. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. Should, that should have been like a, a, a flag for you. Right there. <laughs> At that point, people... And then when she starts talking about it, it's like, well, you know, it's so funny. And he's just sitting there looking at her like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd say I'd give it a maybe because mm-hmm. it's an old film. And I've seen newer war films that would actually put that film kind of to shame. So, you know, but it was for the time it was made, it was good. So a maybe. All right. Uh, Yoshino says that uh, when he when he listens to the song, he thinks of Rush Hour, which is I also think of Rush, Rush Hour. Hour. Yeah, Rush <laughs> Hour. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, was it uh, yeah. Chris Tucker uh, was singing. Chris Tucker and um, Jackie Chan. Um, Jackie Chan. Yes. Yeah. Hey, why didn't I, why didn't his name pop up? So Yoshino, <laughs> welcome Yoshino. We're Yoshino. just talking Hello. about you. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Sorry, I'm late. All right. Uh, so, did you did you get to see the the trailer for the bridge over the uh, bridge on the river Kwai? I have not. No. Okay. Well, nope. No problem. Uh, but since you are from England, what do you think about war films <laughs> that depict uh, British POWs? <laughs> Put you on the spot. We never lose. <laughs> you never lose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Patriotism. <laughs> no, they're, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness, goodness gracious! So welcome, welcome to the chat. Uh, and so, since you didn't get to see the trailer, we're going to go on to the next part, next segment, which is going to be our Jerkatron Nine Thousand and mm-hmm. anime. Would you like to tell the audience mm-hmm. what the Jerkatron Nine Thousand is? 
Why is it always me? No, um, the Jerkatron <laughs> is a word generator yes. that comes out with words. And then we use those words, us, the panelists, to depict maybe something from movie we described or a trailer we just watched. Yeah, absolutely. Fun times. <laughs> All righty. Let's test out the Jerkatron and let's see if it's uh, working properly. Here we go. And I was just joking when I said, why me? <laughs> uh, well, it does seem to be you all the time when describing it. Um, yeah. I guess I'm so good at it. <laughs> all right. Possibility is the first word. I will take on the first word. Uh, it is a definite possibility that uh, I rig all the questions so that uh, I know that <laughs> I will get the proper answers that I want for the show. Uh, Agreed. Indeed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Little do we know. Little do we know. <laughs> the machinations of a, of a ferret. <laughs> Did you know a gathering of ferrets called a, um, what was it, a business? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, so, like, uh, like a, a a gathering of crows is called a murder, um, mm -hmm. murder of crows. <laughs> but if you get a group of ferrets together, it's called a business. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's great. <laughs> I told my uh, friend that, and uh, she put her ferrets. She has two ferrets in a yeah. uh, tie and gave them a little briefcase. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> Absolutely awesome. Oh, Ready for their business. So great. <laughs> I did take a picture, but I don't have it on me. Oh, you'll have to post it in Discord. So that would be so good. I'll have to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anime, you get the next word. It is characteristic. Um, <laughs> from this movie? Uh, it can be anything um, we talked about, actually. Uh, this word is... Um... <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce the word put that way. Oh. <laughs> Characteristic. Does that help? Yeah. yeah. So I would say um, a characteristic of a prisoner of war in this movie is to obey so they don't get punished. Ah. Yes. I don't know what else to say. I mean, I have to analyze the the trailer a little bit more to kind of like because i i really can't like read their characters or what i mean the definition of characteristic is like a trait they have right or yeah. part of their character so i i really can't examine that so i'm just gonna say that they have to obey mm -hmm. Perfect. I, I, I enjoy that. That works really well. <laughs> uh, we would have also taken uh, taking on the properties of carrots as well. So, carrots, <laughs> carrots, characteristic, characteristic, characteristic. Oh, the carrots. Were they uh, bait the carrot on a stick. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of which, and this is related to World War II, uh, so 
the you know that whole story about eating carrots improves your eyesight and so forth uh, it, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yeah it does do that but you have to take large large massive amounts of like quantities of yes. this stuff to make it work I, that way hate, the reason why <laughs> the reason why they create supposedly I, I i saw this like documentary on it the reason why they proposed this like myth was because uh, they wanted to hide the fact that the British had radar, had invented radar. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the, so, yeah, the story was that the reason why the British uh, could hit their targets so well, especially at night, was, wasn't because they had radar, because they couldn't explain that. They said, no, we, we, were, we were giving them like carrots and, and the, the stuff, oh my the vitamins that are in carrots <laughs> are, are what helped the British become <laughs> very, very good wow. at at, at at bombing so that was the that was the like, <laughs> documentary i saw and i was like wow that's awesome what <laughs> yes but you know wow. that might be true who knows yeah uh, but it, it it really had the fact that they invented the the radar so that they could hit targets at night because they didn't really need oh. sight at that point you know they're just like yeah, yeah. Uh, and they but, had to stay in the dark yeah, it was it was mm -hmm. awesome. It was awesome. So I'll leave it to clever people to come up with clever things to uh, confuse unclever people. It's very characteristic uh. of clever people, I would have to say. Uh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Seeker, you get the next word, and it is investigation. Investigation. Well, uh, I think uh, in order to understand what uh this movie is really about and where it's from uh modern viewers would have to do a little bit of investigation hmm. uh, to understand the the theater <laughs> perfect mm -hmm. perfect yes uh the actors are do come from uh from the classic stage type of background so yeah i would definitely agree mm -hmm. with you there all right are you ready yoshino Always, always. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I steered an investigation. <laughs> uh, what's the next word? Please don't say it's alien. No, it's not. It's not. But this is that was funny. This is not going to uh, dissuade <laughs> Yoshino in any way because it's actually <laughs> it's actually worse. Jerkatron nine thousand says that your word is inappropriate. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what's the word? Well, yes. No. 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 Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's my limit here? <laughs> a few sentences at most. You're supposed to only give one a paragraph. Sentence. Yeah. No, not a paragraph. Just one sentence is supposed to be what you're supposed to do. That's how the game works. <laughs> uh, I'll keep it as PG as possible then. Yes. Thank you. You're, you're, this show you're, can sometimes be inappropriate. Yeah, well, hey, there you go. Uh, you're, you're the single reason why my uh, my um, language filter gave up a while ago. <laughs> okay, here we go. Jerkatron 9000, you are not rigged, and you're going to prove it to me with this next word. Like hello or something? <laughs> no. 
alienation. No. <laughs> oh, is it something you don't like? <laughs> no, it just doesn't. It it. <sighs> It's making it sound like it's actually rigged or is listening to us. Vegetarian, after my stupid comment about the carrots. Oh my god. Do <laughs> 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 you have like bugs in your apartment or something? Uh, honestly, every time. Because you does the same thing. <laughs> I kid you not. Every time I'm on, uh, like, when I'm online and I talk about a topic. The, you know how Spotify recommends songs for you at the beginning of the week? Oh, yeah, don't get me started on that. <laughs> yeah, every single time that we talk about a topic, the, the next list of Spotify songs always has something to do with that stuff that we talk about. Whether it's the artist that we talked about, whether it's a specific song, or just the topic in general. We could talk about oh like... Oh my gosh. Yeah, we, we could talk about how much diapers cost so much nowadays, and I bet you billion-dollar babies <laughs> will show up on my Spotify list <laughs> later on. <Yeah. laughs> I had the same thing uh, with the Studio Ghibli. It just gave me a bunch of Studio Ghibli soundtracks. <laughs> See? And, was, See? Like, um, and I just put them on my like playlist because they're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'll be a movie that we could watch. Is 1984. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Big Brother is mm-hmm. watching, so. Mm-hmm. And if if you that haven't figured out, I'm trying to avoid uh, having to create a sentence for vegetarian because <laughs> I have no idea how I'm going to do this. Um, I think you would have to be a, a really proper vegetarian to appreciate my comment about the carrots earlier. There. <laughs> <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> I can't spell like I can't spell jerkatron now, so I can't activate it. It's uh, I put jerka jerka jerkatorn <laughs> jerkatorn jerkatorn. Yes. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> Deteriorate. Oh. <laughs> Deteriorate. Yeah. That's Whose you. word is that? That is your word. That's me. Yes. Me. Yes. Deteriorate. This um, conversation is doing that right now. <laughs> uh, um. So the conditions in the war camp or the for the POWs is deteriorating. Yeah. Uh, or their conditions are deteriorating. Very good. Uh-huh. Very well. All right. Which would be truthful. Yes. Truth or jerk. Who the jerk is actually kind of fun. It is. We'll do that for the (laughs) next uh, feature film uh, that we're going to do. That sounds good. Which is other people. Oh, change the end. Oh yeah, I like. I love extend the end. That's a fun one too. (laughs) (laughs) Multimedia. Multimedia. Uh. I think the options for multimedia advertising during the time this film came out probably a little more limited than they are now. Absolutely. Absolutely. They didn't have the Sony Walkman available at the time. So. Yeah, Sony Walkman. Yeah. Walkman. That's okay. We're, we Actually, don't have it now. So. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That is Thank true. God. But I just realized Those the Sony Walkman would take on an entirely different meaning in this in the context of this movie. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this moment to say hello to White Rabbit in our chat. <laughs> hello, <laughs> oh, welcome to our very cringe cringe worthy show today because I'm I'm just being inappropriate. Really? Uh, <laughs> being inappropriate. Yes, funny inappropriate. Uh, I'm sure your audience is used to it. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Ow. I'm getting burned. It's just it's a joke. I know. Just a joke. Just know, a joke. I, I can take it. I can take it. Me and my business ferrets. <laughs> just fun poking. Yes. Damn. I'm not cruel. Don't be cruel cameras. to a uh, oh, this is a revolutionary one. Um, actually, Yoshino, this is revolutionary. Mm. That is your word. My word is revolutionary. Revolutionary. <laughs> From this movie. Great. What's the best way I can put this? Um, this conversation is revolutionary stupid. Revolutionary stupid. Oh, there you go. Oh. <laughs> yes. Well, we do Damn. have a kind of circular wit about us, so yeah, and revolutions have a tendency <laughs> to come back to where it started. So yes, very much so. I take that as a compliment, words. sir. Yes, wordsmithing <laughs> is amazingly fun. All right, that ends our segment of Jerkatron 9000. We don't bring it all the Thank time. Thank God. But hey, it's. <laughs> it's did fun. I say that out loud? Yes, you did. Outside voice, inside voice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, what we're going to do now is we are going to bring on our next segment, which is the open discussion. The reason why we have open discussion is essentially we do pattern ourselves after a book club. And there are two ways to have a really good decent book club one is to have us all share in one book and then talk about it which we can't do all the time because let's face it it's sometimes really hard to get us all together uh to talk about one single movie uh the other way is to just get together and kind of discuss like show and tell type of thing where we bring in a topic we bring in a movie or bring in like a video game that we want to talk about and we all discuss it amongst ourselves so, uh, why don't we kick things off with Yoshino? Do you have anything to uh, bring up? It could be a question about movies. It could be about a movie that you just recently saw, or like even a book that you've read recently. I actually recently watched the movie Unbroken. Un Unbroken? I have oh. put it into the film jokes on the Discord. Oh, perfect. Is it the 2014 movie? Yes, it is indeed. Ah, this is actually kind of somewhat related to oh. uh, what we were talking about. You're like, this is another kind of prisoner of war camp uh, with the Japanese again. Uh, yeah, it's a Japanese version. Yeah. In a way. And uh, this is uh, about the, the Olympian, uh, Louis Zampernini. Uh, but why don't you tell us about the film? Bloody good. <laughs> this is bloody good. It's a bloody good film. Yes. It's uh it's based on a true story that actually happened. Mm -hmm. So except for when they say it's based on a true story, it just means that it's a true story, except for the actors in there are a lot more beautiful in the movie than they are in real life. Ah, yes. Uh -huh. And they yeah. embellish a little bit here and there, of course. They do. Yes. 
Uh, let's see here. After a near-fatal plane crash in World War II, Olympian Louis Zampernini spends a harrowing 47 days in a raft with two fellow crewmen before he's caught by the Japanese Navy and sent to a prisoner of war camp. Wow. So the, the actual movie isn't just about the war camp. They actually did spend a little bit of time on the raft. Hmm. He, he goes on to, uh, to learn how to run, to compete for the 1936, I think it is, Olympics. Oh, wow. And 47, I don't remember, 47 days, was it? Yeah, 47 uh, days, yeah. I feel really bad about my joke about the Walkman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> holy smokes. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Uh, what did you like oh. about the film? Were there some highlights about the film that you would recommend? Like what makes this movie stand out from say bridge over the river Kwai or bridge. On um, the river Kwai? Well, I would say the most um, popular scene in the entire movie is when uh, he's friend of his life to lift up, I think it's the beam of wood. Oh, yes. Uh, above his head and hold it there. Otherwise, he would be uh, executed. Oh. It's a scene used in a lot of actual rap songs as well, when people parody it. Mm-hmm. Cool. But unlike uh, whatever movie you're talking about, because I've completely forgotten it, <laughs> <laughs> this, movie, this movie is not forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Bridge on the River Kwai. That's <laughs> what we were originally talking about. So <laughs> it was so memorable I didn't even know. Um, <laughs> this was actually directed by Angelina Jolie, by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. I yeah, I know that that was so good. Um how was the direction? I mean, did it seem like everyone put on a good performance or uh the ma- the main cast i feel like and a little bit of uh the side cast did have a little my brain <laughs> did an amazing job however yeah. some of the side um side extras you can see is kind of slacking or lacking in the way that they were written no. to rather talk or interact with the environment but if you don't look at the extras then it's not noticeable <laughs> gotcha <laughs> So uh, this film was written by Joel and Ethan Cohen, as well as uh, oh. Richard LaGraveniacy. Oh, I'm going to, oh, I'm, I butchered that last name. I apologize to Mr. Richard. Uh, but yeah, uh, so uh, based on our rating system, which is the love it, lump it, or the eh, maybe, how would you rate this film, Yushina? <laughs> I absolutely love this film. Well, uh-huh. maybe I'm just biased to war movies. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh. So I feel like it sets a good example for a prisoner of war movie mm-hmm. when you compare it to the rest of the movies that show depictions of prisoners of war. That is cool. That's cool. High praise. Yeah. High praise from Rushino, guys. <laughs> so be sure to check this out. Uh, let's see here. It looks like it is available on Cinemax and Prime Video. So it's also available on Netflix. Netflix. So yes. So if you have a subscription, be sure to check it out, guys. All right. I didn't. I didn't think about this, but uh, we may have to think about what's available. Netflix US, Netflix UK. That's true. All right. Uh, That being said, uh, Seeker. 
What do you have to bring and share with us today? The story that I watched, uh, the movie I watched, uh, is mainly about uh, several different races of aliens that are uh, fighting over this relic, and uh, it's supposed to be sold on the black market, and there's uh, like an overlord of this one species that is looking to get this uh, relic, this very powerful relic. Uh, and of course, in the end, um, the, the law enforcement gets a hold of it and takes the relic and puts it away. Uh, I am, of course, uh, talking about uh, the wonderful uh, Chris Pratt movie, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> part one? <laughs> part one, yes, yeah. yes. Although they part one didn't have that part one on it, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> With Star Prince and... Oh, I mean, uh, Star-Lord. <laughs> cool? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> That's great. That's so good. Oh. Uh, this has to be one of my all-time favorite of the Marvel series movies. Hmm. Um, it's probably because I didn't know anything at all about Guardians of the Galaxy before I saw the movie. So this was my introduction to all of the characters. Ah. So, you know, having grown up with uh, Thor and all of the the other Marvel universe, you know, Iron Man. I had old Iron Man comics from the seventies. Um, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. so it, having no knowledge at all about any of the characters from this uh, from this franchise. Um, I think kind of helped me see this not necessarily as a superhero film, but just as like a sci-fi film. Mm -hmm. Cool. What, do you, who, so, what would you say is your favorite character? Or do you, like, different, uh, multiple characters. What are your favorite characters? Yeah, uh, my one of my favorite characters. I know he's a bad guy, but mm -hmm. it's it's Ronan. Um, oh, yeah, because he is just so uh, he's just an archetype, right? He mm -hmm. is an absolute archetype of this is definitely the bad guy, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's very comic book style. Uh, bad guy and so because of that uh, he just kind of really stuck out to me and of course star lord is uh he's the lead and uh so yeah he gets he gets a lot of uh, props from me <laughs> fantastic fantastic um <laughs> my my the noon siren is going off so i tried to mute myself but it's oh. <laughs> i heard that it was like what is that yeah that's uh yep. it, uh, welcome I, to the midwest yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a car alarm yeah um 
I mean, originally they were created for air raids and stuff like that, but a lot of times they're now more used for emergency on storms and stuff like that. So uh, we do get a lot of tornadoes and bad weather during this time of year. So uh, every mm-hmm. week those yeah. sirens go off. Um, yeah. One time, though, Sounds I like was fun. I was on an Air Force base, and during Christmas uh, they played sleigh bells uh at, a, at a, a key moment in time so the entire base could hear the sound of uh, a bell going off into the distance it was so cool <laughs> and you, you could see nice. people getting out and trying to wonder what was going on it's like and it, it just created this like magical experience where people were like going out and like wondering what magical thing was just happening you know so it was so cool yeah yeah so good uh yeah. Yeah, if you look up the meme Midwest Wednesday. Um <laughs> Midwest yeah. Wednesday. Everybody in the Midwest knows what happens on Wednesday at noon. It's uh <laughs> Yeah. Oklahoma, Midwest Kansas, Wednesday. Missouri, Texas. Oh yeah. Uh, sounds like a sounds like all. a restaurant. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to Midwest the, Wednesdays. <laughs> well, we have the fish, uh, fish the tornado fighters. sirens go off. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. they yep. do. So yeah. for me, that would be scary. But for you guys, it's probably like no big deal. It's like oh, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. It's, Although a, a, yeah. a tornado scary. But. Yeah, but like it's it's like the people in California when when it's an earthquake. It's like oh, that that's only a three. We don't have to worry. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, it's only a 3.1. I'd be panicked. I'd be like, ah, where am I? Where am I going to go? Ah. <laughs> the wolves are trying to attack me. Ah, no. <laughs> it's the trash capacity scene. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we lost Yoshino, so... Um. The trash compactor scene from Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, it was like. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. All right, that's like. Oh. I've seen that movie like 500 times. Well, we all probably have. <laughs> I've never seen it. Never. Uh yeah. Never. yeah. <laughs> hmm. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is there, so how would you rate galaxies, um, galaxies of the guardians, um, guardians of the galaxy. (laughs) Don't at me. Don't at me. (laughs) Don't at me, bro. Uh, I, I liked this film. Mm -hmm. Uh, it is probably one of the few Marvel series movies that I am down to watch anytime. So fantastic. Uh, Yoshino wrote in, lost the internet. Sorry about that. He's going to listen into the show, though. Uh, no problems. We appreciate you joining us. You're always invited, yeah. my friend. Always invited. So Yeah, it's good to hear you. Yeah, and it was nice to get a uh, uh, different perspective. We always want new voices on the show. Uh-huh. Uh, of course, yeah. they have to be somewhat trusted voices. We don't want just people coming in here and <laughs> spewing out nonsense because that's my job. <laughs> That's your job. Don't take away my job. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. So let us go to anime. Anime, what topic or movie so, have you brought? So I was just looking on 
Prime, trying to find like you know horror movies because I gotta start watching horror movies again. But I went across a horror movie, so I was just looking at like the older horror movies. So I came across something called The Vampire Happening. It's a German movie, and the German name is They Only Bite at Night. Huh. And it's a 1971 film. Mm-hmm. And it's like wow. a comedy slash horror movie. <laughs> um, oh my God. I was watching the so the beginning scene opens up with them on a plane watching a porn movie. Yeah, it was like, what? <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I'm just like, what is this? Right? So I was like, all right, I'm I'm ten I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna watch this through. Let's see. There's certain scenes that are pretty funny. So basically it's about uh, an American actress. Her name is Betty Williams, and she's actually um a baroness. She owns a castle in Transylvania. <laughs> and she's going back there to claim the castle. And um, she goes back there, and the guy that answered the door is, he's, like, practically taking a heart attack because she looks just like her ancestor, who, by the way, is a vampire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she's not in the film yet. She's downstairs in the crypt. Ah. And she comes back, and she wants to, you know, check out the place. She wants to sell it. And basically, her and her ancestor both look alike. So she comes to life and, like, pretends she's her at night and goes around killing people. (laughs) And she's, like, killing people (laughs) all over the place. And then she kills a couple of priests, and they all become vampires. And then there's one scene where Dracula comes. And they're like, Lord Dracula, Lord Dracula. And he's coming out in a a helicopter, and everybody's worshiping. I'm like, this movie is insane. (laughs) And I'm just, like, determined to watch it. Uh, I watched it you know, as much as I could of it, because after a while I was like, this is stupid. It was a a horror parody. I don't know what move I'm thinking. Maybe it was making fun of hammer films. I'm not sure. (laughs) It was funny, but then after a while it just got kind of dumb. So I'm just going to give you my opinion. Mm -hmm. I did not like it. (laughs) (laughs) You would not recommend it. Um, I would not recommend it. It's called a vampire happening. If you want to check it out on prime, Yep. Be my guest, but I thought it was an awful movie. <laughs> um, and, and not only that, it's supposed to be like a horror movie, but and, and I know there's comedy, but there's like a lot of sex going on, and she's like flashing her boobs everywhere you go, and <laughs> you know, and then and then the funny part is like there's a seven, like there's a, a uh, like a um, what do you call it? A Catholic seminary next door, and she's in the vampire her ancestor that's a vampire decides she wants to go and kill some priest. Yeah. Or they're studying to be priest. <laughs> so that part was kind of interesting. Wow. And then they show like Catholic school girls and like the, um, Monsignor that's there. He's like the head of the Catholic school. He's out there with binoculars, checking out the girls. Yeah. The whole movie is just like, <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. If you want to laugh, you can watch it. Just don't expect the horror to be any good because it wasn't. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know. I just did not like it. So, <laughs> and that's my review in a nutshell. There you if go. If you haven't uh, watched any of it, what we do in the night. Yeah. What's that? It's a, it's a series. I, I, is it on? Oh, Netflix? that one. Yes. I heard of that one. I was going to check it out. 
Yeah, yeah. It is, I, it for is lack funny. of a better description, freaking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> what they do? Yeah, because I saw previews for that, and I was like, I should check that out, but I never do. Is that on Prime, or is that on Netflix? I can't remember. I, I saw it advertised on TV, and I like... They said some like program. And I was like, oh, okay. It's, and I was yeah. like, oh, I'll check that out. I'll check that out. And I never do. Uh, so. Oh, uh, what we do in the shadows. There yeah. it is. What we do in the shadows. Is it FX? It's FX is the, uh, is the original network. So it's. Mm. Oh, this says rent or buy from Prime. but You can always rent um, or uh, buy from the Prime because of. Uh, oh, that's not it. Yeah. It's on FX. It's on Hulu. I'm sure it's because because of FX. It's on Hulu. It would be on Hulu. Mm. Um, Hulu. The 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 series, anyways. The there is an original movie that this is based on, and that was one of uh, yeah. Um, uh, Tiki, what? <sighs> Taika <Okay>. Waititi, <laughs> uh, one of his original oh. films. Yes. Um, oh, a New Zealand mockumentary. <laughs> yeah, I I actually watched that on. Uh, we had uh, we had a uh, kind of a friends film festival, which we it was called Splatterfest. I believe that was the first time I watched it. Was at that at that um, at that place, and it was just it was hilarious. And the series is on its fourth season, so it must be doing really well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Matt Barry. He's uh, plays Laszlo. He's the he was the uh, the second boss from the IT crowd, and he's one of my favorite actors, British actors. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So another good recommendation. So if you guys can uh, check that out. Uh, always, if you see something that you like, you can always let us know about it in our Discord or whatnot. So, um, I had two different films that I was uh, watching this week. Uh, one was The Uncharted with uh, Tom Holland, and the oh. other is the one that I am actually going to talk about, and it's called The Gray Man. came out in uh, mm. this year. It is uh, directed by the Russo brothers, uh, Joe and Anthony. And it stars Ryan Gosling, Anna de Armas, and Chris Evans. And the reason why I really wanted to talk about this is because of our discussion about Blade Runner 2049. So you get to see yeah. Ryan Gosling uh, return with Anna, and they're working together. So it kind of, in the back of my mind, nice. felt like the team is together again. We can still continue <laughs> on with, with their journeys. Like they're having a little bit of fun they're having their own little fantasy world back you know set in the modern times um but that said it is a actually a very good action-packed film uh something that you would expect the russo brothers to be able to put together there is just it's a non-stop action thing it's very well thought out and it is also very nice to see chris evans play a psychopath <laughs> and he's he's actually pretty good yeah. with that um it was the most expensive film Netflix ever produced. Oh goodness. That is nice. Wow. That is neat to hear. Interesting. I can see why. They have some really big name stars in here. I mean they you have uh 
you know, you have Billy Bob Thornton, like not not that he's like a huge star, but uh, <laughs> uh, you had, you know, Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Anna de Armas, uh, Billy Bob Thornton. You have um, Jessica Henwick. You also have, uh, I'm not going to get his name right, um, Dunnush. And um, so, and the the stunt work in this film is absolutely amazing. Nice. Uh, let's see here. $20 million US. Arcane is still better. I, I liked Arcane. Arcane is a very good series. Um, and it is one that they keep expanding on. That's also, they have the luxury of having more time. And any show that is spread over multiple episodes, they should work very much to have a complete story. Um, the limitations mm -hmm. of having a two-hour time frame, um, that that makes you have to get the story out as quickly as possible, and you just hit all of the high notes, and you don't have you shouldn't have to try to focus on on the characters uh, just enough to get you to understand. But when you spread it out over a bunch of uh, multiple episodes and multiple series. You really do have to focus that. That's, I think, one of Disney Plus's biggest problems right now is that they're not really allowing their characters to breathe because, because they have that extended. <laughs> Essentially, they're taking a two-hour movie and then stretching it out over six hours, seven hours, and that's it. And they're not making really high-quality stuff. They're making passable stuff. Uh, only they're making you watch it every every week, and eventually people are going to get tired of that, and there's nothing that's going to be able to keep them. So what they need to really focus on is character-driven, story-driven that actually flows from one episode to the next, and it it doesn't feel like a really stretched-out movie. It just feels like an entire series that tells a story. And uh, hopefully that's what they're going to do with the Punisher. Looks like they're the, with the Punisher. They're going to go what eighteen episodes, which is like what? <laughs> that's amazing. Wow. Yeah, they're going a really long uh, way with this. I think they really truly want to develop the uh, oh no the Daredevil, not Punisher, Daredevil. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. Because the, still, yeah, the, the the amount of characters, especially since they've been giving a lot uh, all these like six and eight uh, episode shots uh which uh -huh. have been which have been really it just felt like a really uh two-hour movie that's been stretched over that time frame so uh but i should go back to the film that i did bring I, i'm talking about other films yeah. and stuff like that um <laughs> but uh the gray man again has a lot of great action it's written really well it feels clever it feels like a spy novel set in a much more modern time with more modern sensibilities. Uh, it doesn't feel like James Bond of old. It feels like a, like a really good modern a kind of, it actually feels more like a, a born identity type of film where you have one, mm. one agent that is uh, going after a different agent and so forth. And um, I didn't, I didn't find it to have any um, really dull moments in it. it. It just kept going and moving and it felt like there was a, that the hero was smart. Uh, the only reason why he failed was just because of circumstances. It wasn't because of things that 
that character did wrong. And I felt like everyone had a, a, a good motivation. Even the psychotic person uh, felt like he had a motivation. And it may have been, yeah, a little bit weak. It's not like, it's not Oscar worthy story, but mm -hmm. it's, it's what I would expect an action flick to be. Like, this is a summer blockbuster film, but told it on, on Netflix, you know? <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I can see why Netflix would want to pay a lot of money for this, because uh, this is the type of movie that they can put on their shelf as a highlight. They could put this on their, on their wall of fame, and this would be one that they could point to and say, yeah, we made that film, and people liked it. And I think that yeah. people will enjoy watching this film in years to come. It didn't look like they made room for a sequel, although some of the characters in here could easily go on and, and create a new storyline. I would like to see that. I would like to see uh, some of the characters going in and doing uh, different stories because, you know, the main character's story seems like it could end like it, like it did. A lot of the supporting characters are dead or not, um, you know, or it, heading toward prison. So it, it feels like this is a good end. And if they're mm -hmm. going to do a sequel, they need to do it with uh, maybe like uh, Miranda's character, which is uh, Anna, Anna's character. Mm -hmm. uh, I think she was probably the only character that really could have gone uh, would do it unless they do something like a prequel and told uh, uh, Billy Bob Thornton's characters and his relationship with Margaret, uh, which is probably meaningless if you haven't seen the show. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, do you guys have any questions for me? Usually I ask you guys questions, so I'll leave it to you guys to ask me questions about the film and then then I'll give you my rating. So, whose character do you like more, Ryan's or uh, Chris Evans? Chris Evans is probably my uh, of the two, because Ryan Gosling mm -hmm. plays played Ryan Gosling. I mean, it it yeah. he pretty much played his character <laughs> in Blade Runner. It was the same exact character. It didn't feel like he 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 did anything different. Chris Evans he played a character that was unlike Captain America. It was just it was fun. It was uh, it was crazy. It was over the top. He showed a lot of different uh, change. Now that said, Ryan's character six is very very down to earth believable he played the character that needed to be played you know it mm. if if he would have played it more like chris evans it would have it just would have been a, a way different feel it wouldn't have been appropriate they casted this very very appropriately but if i had to choose between the two characters i had a lot more fun watching chris evans just steal the scenes <laughs> you know uh, he <laughs> he played this like energy about him he was like constantly like you could imagine him unraveling at any moment and just going nuts and he was yeah and he, it was a crazy type of thing it wasn't like his character didn't have he was good at what he did but there were moments where he wasn't he was just not very rational he was kind of the over top villainous type of thing it's like they're they're tearing up all of the small, like, or not, the, they're, they're in the middle of the city and they're, 
there's guns firing things, explosions all over the place. They're ripping it apart. Police are getting slaughtered. Some of the uh, terrorists are getting uh, slaughtered. The mercenaries are getting slaughtered. And all he's doing is, can somebody shoot the guy that's handcuffed to the <laughs> to the bench? <laughs> you know, that's, that's what his thought was because he's all about his mission. And he was like, it's he, not really, he doesn't really care about anybody else. Um, and that's what I liked about his character. It was so... Uh, especially because it felt so not Captain America. Yeah. So yeah, he uh, of the two characters, but Ryan Gosling is he plays that character so well. You you want to you want to feel for him. He, I mean, this guy is is a killer. Uh, he he belongs to an agency, it's the Sierra Program. They essentially take convicts and uh, turn them into uh, weapons, uh, covert weapons. Hmm. They go hmm. in and they they do the things that the government can't talk about doing, and mm-hmm. because they're criminals, they can get away with it because they um, they 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 don't have families, they don't have any ties, and so they just wipe their past, and then they they get trained to be killers and assassins and um, top of the line, you know, anything the CIA wants their top operatives to have, they'll give it to these guys. Um, so that's, that's six. Um, then you have Lloyd who, uh, was try he, he got kicked out of the CIA, like within a fir- first few weeks because he was too crazy. Um, <laughs> and so you, you pit these two mentalities against each other. You have this one that's been bred to be very calm and handle each situation as it comes through. And then you have this guy that's just full of energy. This is the, this is the ferret, you know, coming at you only this ferret has guns and, and <laughs> lots and lots of unlimited money to take you down and, and so forth. But so you needed, you needed that opposite. You needed the, the Ryan Gosling type of characters. And even though he was doing bad things and he had a bad past, Ryan Gosling just has a way of making you fall in love with him. And, and he's such a likable guy. It's like, Oh yeah, that's the, that's my neighbor. You know, he, 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 he could be a serial killer, but he, you just don't believe it because he's so, he's so nice. And so like, I don't know. You can feel like this is the guy that just wants to sit at home and and watch Netflix, and that's it. You know, you're just kind of like, yeah, I'm cool. (laughs) And that's the type of character Ryan Gosling can do, and um, and that also just made me feel like, oh yeah, this is this is his character from Blade Runner, and it made me like it even more because having joy and and and. and K together is just, it was fun. Yeah, I know it's an d- entirely different movie, but it still was fun to have them together again working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting you mentioned that, uh, you know, Ryan Gosling is, plays that character, but uh, I was talking with a friend who said that uh, Paul Rudd always plays Paul Rudd. Yes. And uh, Owen Wilson always plays Owen Wilson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Owen Wilson, though, can't play can't play anybody other than Owen Wilson, though. That's the thing. He's yeah, so yeah, recognizable yeah. for who he is. Um, yeah. I think Vince Vaughn started getting into that, that problem as well. Um, yeah. And 
that, I think that's actually one of the problems I have with Nicolas Cage all the time is that uh, even though he plays different characters. Yeah, what? he's always playing Nicolas Cage. Yeah, and it, it's like Nicolas Cage is such a, a weird guy that can flip on a dime. That, that's why he, he yeah. can play different characters, but he's still Nicolas Cage. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and I, as I'm saying that, oh. I got my wide, eyes yeah, wide yeah. open and going, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Nicolas I, Cage. Uh, I still need to see that, uh, that movie where he's pretty much silent throughout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what? What movie? You, I think you were the one that watched it. He, he's. Uh, oh, I can't remember what the theme was. Oh yeah, the the uh, one that's uh, Weekend at Freddy's, uh, but without. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, that was he was actually pretty good in that one. I I really do enjoy it. Um, uh, let's see, what is it called? He was in some movies that were just insane. Absolutely, he. He's such a, a versatile person. <laughs> it's like I, it's, it's hard for me to even. Yeah. Um, Willie's Wonderland. Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we found it the same time. Yep, yep. <laughs> I do want to see the unbearable weight of massive talent. Because <laughs> what? That that's Nicholas yeah. Cage playing Nicholas Cage, basically. Oh my gosh! Uh, but yeah. here's the here's the weird thing. He's not, he, and he's he's credited under his real name, uh, Nicholas Coppola. Coppola, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And oh, wow! It was so cool that uh, I have, they did that. I, yeah, I mean, I get the feeling like now he's so. I almost said superfluous, but that's did, did the opposite of the word I want to look for. But uh, he's so well known now uh, that he could go by his real name. And yeah, yeah, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't he change wouldn't, anything. He's, yeah, he's still. He wouldn't be playing him. on his family's name, and that's that was the whole yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. And it's funny that you had to struggle between the word to pick for Nicolas Cage, and that that's that's what I have about <laughs> Nicolas Cage because he's he's so. You know, he's he's a contradiction. Yeah, yeah, he's like that. Yeah, eponymous. There yes. we go. <laughs> uh, absolutely a good word. Um, oh, I would love a show where we just talk about Nicolas Cage and your favorite <laughs> Nic Nicolas Cage movies. I mean, you've got all sorts of films. You've got The Best well, of one, Times, and Valley Girl. and one, one in particular film I don't like is what is it? It's the Kiss of the Vampire or whatever vampire movie he was in. It was mm -hmm. just so weird. <laughs> and he did play himself in that. I, I gotta say, his crazy weirdness. Yeah. It, the whole movie was like, I don't know. It just didn't make any sense. And then at the end, you're like, well, was he a vampire or was he nuts? <laughs> That's the point. I think that was exactly the point. The, you, you, you're... <laughs> <laughs> like, the whole, like that movie was a waste of time but there is one movie in particular that i like him in that was like really it's a really screwed up movie um where he's like a detective and he is uh trying to look for some woman's uh missing daughter and he finds out that she was killed in a snuff film or something oh yeah eight millimeter, eight millimeter yep 
Amen. I saw that movie, and that movie was like, oh, I do not. I mean, it was a good movie, but I don't want to ever watch it again. Scenes <laughs> in that were like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I, I've watched it a few times. I, I do. I love. I do love that movie. I like it. <laughs> and I think you know, it was filmed in Boston. Ah, cool. Oh, I'm not sure. So Nicolas Cage has three movies in post-production right now. Oh, it was in New York City. That's why. Yeah. Gotcha. It looks like Boston. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, three films and one TV series. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. <laughs> uh, does he have voiceover work? He does yes. on occasion, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, like, if he's into, uh, he's Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. He did uh, the Spider-Man okay. noir voice. Um, okay. he has done, like, he was the voice of Superman in Teen Titans Go, the movie. Go to the movies. Okay. <laughs> um, nice. yeah, so <gasps> he, he's definitely done that. But I think for him, most of it is, is really not necessarily his voice because he's so expressive with his face. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think most people they hire him. They want to have Nicholas Cage because they want to. They want his like, you know, <laughs> his yeah. face. Yeah, that, we that, want to plant your face right there. Yeah, he's very, he's very emotive. He's just like, you can definitely see that. I do want to see him in the Dracula uh, or the. Uh, he plays Dracula in this uh, movie called Renfield coming up. Um, <laughs> oh, is it supposed to be like a joke? Uh, it's supposed to be real. It's. I don't know. And I can't picture him as Dracula. I'm sorry. What's that? As uh, he's not Renfield. He's actually playing Dracula in the in the thing. So I mean. Yeah, I can't picture that. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, you should yeah. see pictures. Look, look it up. I think it. I mean, he doesn't yeah. look like Bella Lugosi, but I'm not talking about that. I'm just yeah. talking. He just doesn't. I don't know. They come out with some teeth, and I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, considering oh, you, ha- you hated his other vampire work. <laughs> well, that was, like that movie was just weird. I remember watching that, and I was like, "What the hell?" Like, I, I, I don't know. Kiss, I, I just thought the movie. Yeah. It was just a weird movie. Like, I did not know what was going on. <laughs> the whole movie was just confusing. Maybe it's just the movies that they did back then. I don't know. I think it was meant to make you... It it was meant to be kind of this satirical look at the, like, culture, the work culture, that someone someone could uh, assume that he was a real vampire uh, because that that's the that you know that society was all about that you you could do anything you want if you truly believed in it and and so forth and and just the everything about it was like well you you know you're you're just kind of a worker drone and 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 so forth and i think that's what the whole thing is that they didn't want you to know whether or not he was really a vampire because it didn't matter ultimately because that wasn't the message it wasn't about him being a vampire it was about him thinking he was a vampire <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing was just weird. Yeah, I agree. Interesting. After a while, so I'm like, this I'm... is a stupid movie. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see pictures of him? I gotta look it up now. Yeah. Moonstruck, what yeah, I thought from, was his from, like from I Renfield. Like, yeah. Renfield. Renfield, Drac- he's, he's Dracula in it. Uh, yeah. No, makeup oh, looks pretty good. 
Yeah. And I only recognize two names from there. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, maybe three. Yeah, yeah, three names. Okay. Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Holt, and Aquafina. Oh, yeah, there you go. Aquafina? Yeah, I don't know any of these other people. Oh, I don't so, know any of these other actors. So every time I look up this thing, guess, guess what I, get, I keep getting pictures of? I keep getting pictures what? of A Vampire's Kiss where he's got his fake fake vampire teeth and now i can understand oh why why anime thinks it's like no 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 <laughs> <laughs> but i actually see it i uh, he i don't know like the only other person that i could see that looked like that is john travolta <laughs> um, oh doesn't he i mean like he, he kind of looks like john travolta um yeah oh, so this is a so renfield is a remake uh, I believe so. I think there's an older film, but uh, let's let's face it. Renfield is a is a character that that lends itself to that. Oh my goodness! I just saw Nicolas Cage's Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, oh. <laughs> my goodness! Why? Why? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. On that note, I'm going to say that uh, I did enjoy The Gray Man. I would give it a like. <laughs> I do, I would recommend this film. I think that people that are fans of the action genre, especially if you liked Captain America Winter Soldier, the level of action there, the level of like fight choreography is is on par with that. The characters are really good. The story is somewhat clever. It's a little bit over the top, but still not to the point where it's it's going to throw you off. If you like the born identity and, and have something that's more like gritty, then it might be a little bit off putting for you. But mm -hmm. it, it's, I think it feels like the good uh, in between James Bond, like early James Bond, uh, like mm -hmm. Roger Moore, James Bond uh, and, and the born identity. I think somewhere in between there lies the gray man it's just it's it's fun. It's action packed. It's exciting, and uh, and if you're a fan of Blade Runner, it's good to have that team, that acting team together, because they work so well together, and I, I enjoy having them work together. And I would love to see them work together more, even though obviously actors can play different roles and uh -huh. so forth. But it, it sometimes it, there's you have this comfortability about it, and um, immediately. Yeah all of the baggage from Blade Runner came pouring in, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, I didn't, yeah. I didn't have to have uh, them build any chemistry. It just felt like they already had it because of all that emotional baggage that came from the other mm. movie, <laughs> which I shouldn't yeah, do as yeah. a critic. Right. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, but still, yeah, but you're still. also a human. So yes, <laughs> white rabbit <laughs> just posted a Sonic icon on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So as always, we enjoy having uh, commentary through our chat. And if you are uh, listening to us on discord, be sure to go to twitch.tv slash forsaken underscore ferret. And then you should be able to see a link to discord, click on there, join our community discord. It will ask you to go through a few hoops, hoops. <laughs> I have to say hoops, hoops. Uh, and then uh, one of which is to pick the, 
uh, <laughs> the role of film jerk, and then that will give you mm -hmm. access to the film jerks section, and then you will be able to have all sorts of fun little things. And it is the start for you if you are interested in joining our panel and talking about movies passionately and mm -hmm. inappropriately. Um, mm, yes. Yes. Like we do. So. <laughs> All right. Is there anything you guys want to add to the show before we close off the episode today? Yeah, I know uh, you mentioned uh, Chris Evans playing a character that's uh, a little that seems a little bit outside of what he's known for, mm -hmm. and uh, that's one of my favorite things to do is to find actors who are seemingly typecast. Uh, see them in completely different roles. Mm. And so mm -hmm. Robin Williams was one of my favorites, uh, and I loved him in uh, Insomnia, and I loved him in uh, One Hour Photo. Mm -hmm. um, and I just posted in the Film Jerks uh, Discord one of my favorite uh, depictions uh, by da uh, David Hyde Pierce. Mm. Um and it's a 2010 oh. movie called The Perfect Host. Um, oh, I've seen that movie. Yeah, I, I loved that one. Uh, to see him in that role, mm -hmm. uh, in a very, very serious role, uh, and not using his uh, idiosyncrasies as comedic uh, fodder, to, mm. uh, and to see him use it in a very, very serious movie. That was... Mm one of my favorites so i posted Ooh. that in the just thinking the about Discord. that makes me kind of like uh he can be creepy <laughs> yeah yeah he can be creepy absolutely yeah yeah he and and his character is totally creepy it's it's wild it's a wild <laughs> ride so if you can uh, watch that movie <laughs> definitely have to check that out how about you anime anything uh last things to say before we close off the show Nope. I'm just hoping that when I see another horror movie, it's better than what I saw. <laughs> I mean, so there, especially with older films, um, the mm. uh, it's obvious that there are like anything about nostalgia, the ones that you try to avoid because oh yeah, everybody knows about that. There's a reason why everybody knows about those. They they stood the test of time. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. love that. Yeah. And <laughs> well, this is a German import, so yeah. I, <laughs> I, I mean, there's sometimes you find gems, though, and even mm. even better yet, sometimes you find the inspirations for other films. It's like, hey, wait, yeah, yeah. that film sound looks sound looks a lot familiar, you know? I think they were just making long. I don't know, but I feel like it was like a um, parody of the, like the Hammer films. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I think. We're we're going back to the chat. Diamondback says, "Thank you, everybody. Great show. Thank you, Diamondback, for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for joining us." And <laughs> Yoshino, his his last words because he was on the panel, and he, Yoshino being Yoshino, I'm the best <laughs> panelist, and it uh, that isn't on the panel. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and i'm beautiful he says yes you are beautiful yeah both inside and out my friend both inside and out so. <laughs> well, I, I haven't seen his inside so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i mean for that matter i haven't seen his outside so ah. um, yeah 
Yeah. On that note, why don't you close off the show? And uh, <laughs> 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 I think we ended well, the last show with that, that like, pause. Here. Yeah, just like um, that pause. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Film Jerks. We want to remind you that we might not always be jerks to the films we talk about, but when it comes to talking about films, we don't jerk around. <laughs> yes. <laughs>